0: You need links to improve your website's ranking, but link building is hard. All of the sites you're contacting might be asking you for money, but Google says link building, if you pay for it, is bad. Your competitors seem to be doing it though, so what do you do? Well, today we are going to be jumping with both feet onto one of SEO's biggest landmines, to try and answer the age-old question, should you buy backlinks? Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. My name's Tim. I'm head ninja at Exposure Ninja. We're a digital agency that helps our clients generate more leads and sales through their website, and that is exactly what this podcast is all about. Today, we are talking about one of the building blocks of SEO, links, and specifically, should we ever buy links? So we're going to examine the arguments for and against, and we're going to see where we come out at the other end. Now, first up, let's look at Google's guidelines for paid link building. Well, they are pretty clear. Google said paid links are bad. If you buy links, you might get demoted in ranking. But at the same time, if you know where to look, if you know who to talk to, you can pay to get a link on virtually any site. And yes, some of the links that you might pay for are low quality spammy ones, PBNs, junk blogs and that type of stuff. But also many of the world's most respected publications sell links. And the prices that they charge indicate that this is a significant source of revenue for them. Almost we can assume that it's part of their business model. So how can these two things coexist in a world where Google said paid links are bad, only naughty people engage in paid link building, and yet some of the world's most respected publications seem to be generating huge revenues from paid links? So is this one of those hidden in plain sight things? Are all your competitors buying links and you're the only fool who's left playing it by the book and trying to win with one hand tied behind your back? Or do you immediately become a criminal if you engage in this forbidden practice and actually everyone else is playing it clear? It's really no wonder why website owners and marketers are so confused about this topic. Before we go any further though, let's start by reviewing Google's official guidelines. And it's worth saying at this point that nothing that we're talking about is legal or illegal. It's very easy when you're reading Google's guidelines to assume that Google is laying down the law. Google is only laying down its own law. And this is for a world where we're trying to get ranked in Google search. All of this stuff is absolutely fine. You can pay to get links anywhere you want. That is absolutely fine. The only issue that Google ever takes is if you are using those links to get search ranking. Anyway, Google says in its own guidelines on the Webmaster Tools site that link-based analysis is an extremely useful way of measuring a website's value and has greatly improved the quality of web search both the quantity and more importantly the quality of links count towards this rating okay this means links are important for seo that's basically what they're trying to say but in a very google way so what else have we got on their site well they also say buying or selling links that pass page rank is in violation of google's webmaster guidelines and can negatively impact a site's ranking in search results okay this is pretty clear Buying links is a no if they're designed to pass page rank, which is Google's link juice metric, if you like. Their threat, if you do engage in this practice, well, if you buy links, you can, and that's an important word, you can lose ranking. Now, if there's anything that website owners fear, it's losing ranking. The number of questions we get about things like duplicate content, where people are panicked that their sites are going to be just purged from the internet, because they've used the same piece of copy on a couple of different pages, people are terrified of losing ranking. So in some ways, the possible threat or the the stick that Google is wielding here is so extreme and so scary for businesses and marketers that almost anything that they attach it to, some people will just stay away from because they're so terrified of losing ranking. Anyway, Google continues. Not all paid links violate our guidelines. Buying or selling links is a normal part of the economy of the web when done for advertising purposes and not for manipulation of search results. Manipulation, by the way, think about that. Manipulation just means trying to game search results, which is basically what SEO is. Anyway, specify that the links were purchased for advertising by doing one of the following actions. Adding a rel, nofollow or rel-sponsored attribute to the tag. Or redirecting the links to an intermediate page that is blocked from search engines with a robots.txt file, as if anybody's ever gonna do that. So what they're basically saying is you can buy links if you tell us using the rel no follow or rel sponsored attributes that you bought them. So we can choose to give you no SEO value for them. It's like saying, you know, it's absolutely okay to take steroids to enter the bodybuilding competition so long as you wear a hat which says, I take steroids so that we can disqualify you. So that's the line taken on Google's website, which is fair enough. They're extremely clear. But what about Google's human face of SEO, John Mueller? What does he say? Well, in a Webmaster Office Hours video from June 2021, somebody asks a very sensible question which by the way, completely illustrates why this is still a topic after so many years. Basically, they want to improve their website's ranking. They ask, what are we supposed to do to build links to our website? And in particular, they seem very curious about paid link building. Now, this for me boils down the essence of why this is such an issue, because you can, like Google says, links are important. And then you ask someone from Google, okay, so how do we build links? And they say, well, it's, Difficult to say, right? There's no one answer. It depends on what you're you know, different. Yeah, yeah, maybe you could try something like this, or maybe. And here's where it gets really muddy. So, uh, John answers the question. And by the way, John is excellent. He's a really, really good person from Google to give uh, feedback and advice to the SEO community. It's fantastic that we have access to him. But often we are kind of left reading between the lines and trying to understand what the policy is behind the advice. So John says for example if we recognize that a site is regularly selling links then we go in then we often go in and say okay we will ignore all links on the website so I'm going to read that again cuz it's important for example if we recognize that a site is regularly selling links then we often go in and say okay we will ignore all links from the website so there's two important phrases there if we recognize that a site is regularly selling links that's one thing and we often go in and say, we'll ignore the links on the website. So if we recognize, and we will often. Now, some of the world's highest authority websites sell links. Not all of the links from those sites are being ignored. So we can assume from therefore, from what John mentioned, we can only assume that either Google has trouble recognizing when a site is regularly selling links or we often go in. What it what it actually means is that there are plenty of times where they don't ignore all links from a site. So Google is either not particularly good at recognizing when sites are selling links, or Google doesn't often, or there are plenty of times when Google doesn't ignore all links from a site. Okay, now I realize you're probably now more confused than ever. Don't worry, all of this is gonna break down into a logical like conclusion in just a minute. This is Google's view. But now I want to ask a different question which will help us understand whether or not we want to buy links or not. And that is, will link building ever actually die? So if you like, this is the argument for link buying. Uh, Before we do that though, if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to it. And please ask your question in a review that you leave. So leave us a review of the podcast. We absolutely love reading those. And if you've got any questions, any topics that you want us to cover, leave a review. Also, if you want to watch the video version of this and any of our other podcasts, then you can go onto YouTube and you'll find them on there. Okay, so is paid link building ever going to die? Well, there's a few answers to this question. First, the answer is some links are incredibly difficult to build organically. If you have an e-commerce site, for example, and you want to improve the ranking of one of your product category pages, let's say that you're selling luxury fashion and you've got a Burberry Bags product category page that you want to rank for the phrase Burberry Bags. Well, you're not going to link a blog post for that sort of term. That is a category page term. That is a page that has commercial intent. So only category pages are going to rank for that. How do you get your category page ranking for that, given that all of the other category pages ranking have a similar amount of content and similar products? Well, links is going to be one of the ways that you can outcompete people. How do you get other websites to link to your Burberry Bags product category page? This is incredibly difficult. So John's suggestion elsewhere in that video was broadly along the lines of what well, you might create some linkable content on your site about uh you know, I think fridges was the example he used like you might create a, a story about fridges where you you know you got a survey and you got some information about fridges and people might link to that and that's a great way of getting links to your site. But that doesn't actually solve the problem of getting links to your category page. Sure you could create that content, you could get links to your Burberry uh, bags Blog post and then have links from that blog post to your category page. But really, the best thing would be to actually get links to your category page. But what if you're competing against loads of other category pages and the mainstream publications that you want links from have absolutely no reason to link to your category page rather than somebody else's? Well, this is where paid links often come in. Publications will sell you a link to whatever page you choose within reason if you're willing to pay enough. So that is one example of where, you know, natural organic link building is incredibly difficult and paid links are extremely pervasive. Another time when paid links are incredibly popular is for ultra high authority links. So we're talking about, you know, real top tier national news, national media type size. Now it's possible to get these sorts of links naturally. We do it a lot for clients. We conduct surveys, we conduct studies, we find something newsworthy, we write really detailed guides, we use journal requests, hashtags, things like that, help a reporter out to give opinions to writers on high authority publications so that they link to you. And we do outreach journalists and writers to talk about things that we've put together, which are newsworthy. We get clients for our, we get links, sorry, for our clients every week from super high authority sites without money ever changing hand by creating fantastic content. But when you do this, you never get control over which page that link goes to, and whether it's a follow link, which is by the way, not a no follow link, no such thing as the follow attribute, um, or anything like that. So when you see links in those same publications where they're not linking through to a core piece of content, they're linking to a specific product, or they're linking to a specific category page without any apparent reason, people sometimes make the assumption that that link must have been paid. Why else? would that publication have included that link? The other kind of sub question in this topic about will paid link building ever die is can Google actually detect paid links? Can it actually ever figure out what a paid link is? Well, in response to some websites using a rel nofollow tag for all outbound links, right? So some news sites, some magazine sites back in the day, got so scared by this whole thing and worried about Google demoting their site in ranking. They just started a blanket policy, which said any link to any outside website has to be no follow. That way we're completely clear. We don't have any blood on our hands as it were. Google can never penalize us. Well, that's actually no use for Google because it can't really tell the different types of links and what the relationship is. So they introduced this new attribute, which is the rel-sponsored, and they said, well, if you've got sponsored, you know, if you've paid for a link, then the public, the publisher just needs to use the rel-sponsored attribute. The reality, of course, is that very few publishers use this rel-sponsored attribute and nobody really knows why. Possibly it's just to educate Google's machine learning algorithm on the sort of links that must be sponsored right? So it can learn even if another link isn't tagged. Does it share the same sort of attributes? Does it look like all of these other links which have been tagged as rel sponsor, but nobody really knows. But this leads us to a deeper question, which is how can Google determine the relationship between the publisher and the website being linked? John says in that same video, but where you're actually kind of ac- actively creating content that you know will attract links and then going out and reaching out to other sites and saying, hey, we have this interesting content. Don't you want to take a look at it? And kind of c- encouraging them to link to your site, but without this kind of exchange of value, exchange of money, all of that. So he's basically saying it's okay to reach out to journalists. It's okay to say, hey, can you link to my website? But if you exchange, money or exchange value, then all of a sudden that becomes a problem. So I mean, this is a really blurry line, right? What if you are paying them for consulting? We've seen SEOs suggest that you pay a journalist for consulting. And then if they happen to link to your site, that's a great benefit. Well, where does that sit in the line? What if you give them an iPad because you're just a big fan of their work and they happen to link to you? Does it have to be directly attributed? Does there have to be a contractual agreement? What if you use a family relationship to ask for a favor rather than pay? All of these things are an exchange of value. How can Google possibly arbitrate this? How can they even be an adjudicator in a court with clear cases to decide, let alone police this online when there are billions or trillions of links? So will paid links ever die? In my opinion, it is incredibly unlikely. So long as links hold value for SEO and probably for some time after, people will be buying and selling links and Google will be almost powerless to identify which links are actually paid and which links are quote-unquote natural. Okay, which leads us to our final section on this topic. Should you buy backlinks? So given that Google says it's a bad idea, given that loads of people on both sides of the equation do this, including most likely many of your competitors, and given that Google is going to find it almost impossible to police this, should you buy backlinks? Well, here's one thing I can tell you. Don't ever buy rubbish, spammy blog comment forum byline links. That's a complete waste of time and money. We've seen no evidence that they work. As for buying higher authority links, this is a personal choice. I can't tell you to go either way. It's like bodybuilders taking steroids. It's like influencers photoshopping their Instagram posts and not declaring that they've used the filter, right? Buying links is not illegal. Google is not the police, but it does carry risk. If Google did find out somehow, some way to work out if a link was paid or not, then there is a risk that it could harm your ranking. Now, some people, they choose to be completely clean. They cannot sleep unless they know that they've played things absolutely by the book. They have no skeletons in the closet, as it were. Others, I've met some of these people, feel a natural pull to the dark side at any opportunity. At every opportunity, they will take the most exploitative, weirdly aggressive, uh, play dirty route through life. That's just what they are. So we've got these two extremes and then most people sit somewhere between these two. Now, it's also worth saying a lot of prominent SEO figures we've seen either play dumb over the scale of bought links Or they say, you know, we'd never do that. Meanwhile, they are shoveling so much cash into publishers' hands as quick as they can. You would not believe it. So don't believe everything that you've seen. I understand that it can be frustrating to see prominent competitors getting incredible links from high authority publications. And you're thinking, how are they possibly doing this without paying so ultimately, it is absolutely your choice. There are ways to win online going either completely clean or completely dirty, or even somewhere in between. So it is totally up to the individual. And that, my friends, is the conclusion that we can come to. It is up to you. If you're going to go into paid links, you just have to recognize the risks, you have to understand the context for this argument. And you have to make sure that you're doing things in a sensible way. If you decide that paid links aren't for you, that is also absolutely fine. Total respect for that as well. So if you want to read more about this, we actually have a blog post. Um, The link for the blog post will be in the uh, show notes. You can also just type in, should you buy backlinks on Google? This blog ranks number one for that. Um, And I hope you found this useful. Don't forget, if you want more SEO information, we share all of our processes in our best-selling SEO book, How to Get to the Top of Google. So you can pick that up from Amazon or you can actually, I think you can download a free copy of that. If you click a link in the description, I believe that something magic is going to happen there. So don't forget to check that out. And also if you want to help with your digital marketing, this is what the team here at Exposure Ninja does. We eat, sleep, drink, digital marketing all day long. It's extremely, difficult on our digestive systems, but we are relentless in our task. Um, so if you want some help with digital marketing, we have a service called the free website. Oh, I don't know where this is going. We have a, a service called the free website and digital marketing review where we'll take a look at your website. We'll have a look at your competitors. We'll see where you're ranking at the moment and what you can do to improve that ranking. We'll also have a look at conversions. We'll also have a look at PPC sources, social media as well. We'll combine all of our recommendations into a 15 minute video, which we send to you via email, the magic of email, Um, usually within two to three working days. This service is free and it is incredible. So if you haven't requested your free website and marketing review, go and do that now. Just go to ExposureNinja.com, request your free website and marketing review today. Until next time, see you soon.